Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to the Viking Age podcast, the official podcast of the VikingAge.com. My name is Chris Shad. I write for the Vikings as well as Bring Me the News, Zone Coverage, and the Brookings Register. My co-host is Adam Patrick, who is the managing editor of the Viking Age. And we do this every Monday and Thursday right here on the Viking Age YouTube channel. And we're on Apple and Spotify the very next day. But no matter how you consume us, don't forget to rate, comment, like, and subscribe so you never miss a new episode and we can spread the word to the masses. Adam! <laughs> the Vikings are back! They're back! 1913 over the Chicago Bears. Sure, it was ugly, but Adam, you gotta start somewhere. The Bears are an NFL team. <laughs> they, they, they have yep. players that have made an NFL roster. Yep. And the Vikings have historically struggled at Soldier Field, and now they won. And guess what? This Viking schedule is just clearing us for takeoff, baby. <laughs> I mean, I don't see a loss on the schedule from here on out, to be honest with you, after yesterday. I mean, <laughs> Christian McCaffrey and Debo Samuel are out next week, probably, because uh, offensive genius Kyle Shanahan ran them into the ground. And, I mean, how exciting is it to be a fan of the Minnesota Vikings right now, Adam? <laughs> I mean, a win is a win, really. You know, when, when it boils down to it, doesn't matter if it's by one point, by 70 points, by three points, a win is a win. And this team, I think, I think, uh, good things are on their way. I think good things are on their way. I don't know if it's going to be next week, next month, 2024, 2025, but good things are on their way. Well, you know why good things are on the way? Because this man, this man right here, <laughs> the great number eight, Kirk. Todd Bauman. Kirk. The Todd Bauman, right? Kirk freaking cousins, baby. Cause he led this game against the Chicago bears. 21 of 31 passes, 181s and a touchdown. Yeah. Justin Jefferson wasn't out there. He could have easily Kirk cousins could have went to the soldier field and just been like, Justin Jefferson's not here. We don't have a chance. Like uh, what's Kirk supposed to do? You know what he did? He won the damn game. Okay. He went out there. Guns a blazing. Kirk Cousins went and won this football game against the Chicago Bears. And, and you know what? Here, here's the thing that I don't think people realize about Kirk Cousins. You just can't go get another Kirk Cousins. Do you want to know some of the quarterbacks that Kirk Cousins threw for more yards yesterday? <laughs> Do you sure. want to know? Sure, sure. Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Joe Montana. Steve Young, Troy Aikman, oh. Dan Marino, Johnny Unitas didn't, didn't throw over 185. I mean, and again, uh, an NFL defense. Johnny Mandel. Like all, all these people, like people are just crapping on the Bears. These guys made an NFL roster. What are you doing at home? You didn't make an NFL roster. Kirk Cousins just played against a whole bunch of guys on an NFL ro roster and he won. 
just in his blood. Everybody is going off right now because Quasi Adolfo Menso went to South Bend and he checked out Caleb Williams. You know what he did? He threw three picks. He yeah. threw three, three picks. Like, like kind of, Kirk didn't throw three picks yesterday. No. I didn't know. Drake May, he only completed 50% of his passes. Kirk completed <laughs> 60% of his passes against an NFL team. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you cannot let go of what you have. And you know what I would have said if I was Quasi Adolfo Mensa and uh, uh, whoever else was Chemical. at uh, North Carolina? Where I would have asked you? them, can you take me higher? Ryan Grigson. Can you take me to a golden place? Can you take me <laughs> higher to a place where blind men see? Okay, because they can't. They can't because Kirk Cousins did. What do you, you like that? <laughs> Because I, I like that. I like you know, that a lot. I like how that tastes, actually. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Kirk Cousins, did ha- he only had 181 yards passing yesterday, but that was more than the 87 yards passing he had against the Bears in 2021, which they also won. Um, and but, you he know, did it while Mike Zimmer hated him. Yeah, that's 100 yards like, more was, than he had yeah. in that game. So, I mean, what's he, progress. What's he supposed to do there? Progress. He's got, his head coach hated him, and he still yeah. threw for 87 yards. And you know what happened in that game, too? He won the game. Yep. Kirko freaking chains, man. He's back. Um, you want to know something else? <laughs> Brian Flores fixed the defense, man. <laughs> Brian Flores. Last three weeks has been pretty good. As Patrick Mount, you know why Taylor Swift didn't go to the Vikings game a couple weeks ago? Everybody wants to know why didn't Taylor Swift? Taylor Swift's been everywhere. She's here. She's, she's like Roy Kent, right? She was afraid of what was going to happen to Travis Kelsey. And you yeah. know what happened in that yeah. game? Yeah, she got hurt. Travis Kelsey got hurt. Turf mark. Okay. She she would have she would have been up in the suite and she'd been like, oh my god, my my Trevi, what what's going on? I, Trevi's hurt. And you know what? They let him off easy. Like they they could have hurt him even more if they wanted to. But you know what? We're Minnesota nice here. We don't do that to because we if Travis Kelsey was on the sideline the rest of the game and we would have beat the Chiefs, so they would have been like, well, you only won because Travis Kelsey was there. Like, come on back in, come on back in. You could even score a touchdown. We don't care. We're the Vikings, baby. Uh, you know, DJ Wanham with the scoop and score a couple weeks ago, right? And this week, it's Jordan Hicks. Jordan Hicks out there getting scoops and scores. You know, Brian Murphy with a truly athletic interception. I remember. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I just want, what did you think of that play? I mean, I thought it was, that is going to be shown for years in Vikings you, folklore. Do you remember the name of the quarterback who threw it? Um. I think he was in section 403 to start the game, <laughs> but yeah, it, it doesn't matter. He, he made an NFL roster, Adam, like you're sitting there just laughing. Like th- this is an NFL team that the Vikings beat yesterday. And everybody is just sitting there foo fooing this. Oof. They're two and four. Their schedule yeah. has them ready to take off. And, and I mean, I, that quarterback you're making fun of had nothing to lose. And I'm very offended that you did that. You I know, you know how offended I am. I'm gonna do the gritty while you while you defend yourself. See, see, Ray. You know my buddy once he he was like in a wedding and everybody did it. You, you know, I, I don't even think this is great. I'm I'm altering the gritty, baby. I'm doing. I'm mixing a little dude love in here. Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh, hey, hey. This is this is going off the rails. Um. Yeah, we live uh, off the rails, baby. Tyson Badgett is the the kid that that came in with the full sleeve. Um, looked like you know, Kyle Slaughter 2.0 out there. Um, just, just, just. I thought it was bombs. the quarterback from Remember the Titans, honestly. Yeah, but. right, right. Um, in Sunshine. college, he uh, went against 
powerhouses such as uh, Southern Connecticut State, Slippery Rock, uh, Cutstown, and the Colorado School of the Mines. Um, yeah. So, uh, I mean, the Vikings are lucky to get by a guy like that because um, you just don't know what to, you don't know what to prepare for when someone like that comes in the game. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> No, I, I mean, you're laughing, but I mean, this team is back. I'm just happy. We got just so happy in the locker room. I'm just so happy after the win yesterday. I I, I believe through my purple colored glasses, I see everything. And you know what? Let, let, let's just talk about some of the other things that we should be thankful for as Vikings fans right now. We have the best offensive line we've ever had in a decade. Yeah, you know, finally, this, you're not even joking. <laughs> no. Finally, our hero, Kirk Cousins, has the offensive line we've always, always dreamed of. I, I mean, it, it's truly a great time. Doran Addison, he's a stud. He had another touchdown. I mean, you know, you they everybody's talking about Adam Thielen. I mean, Doran Addison's looking pretty good to me. Uh, TJ Hawkinson, he, um, he had another drop. <laughs> he caught some passes on third down, but he didn't get the first down, but he still caught him. Yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, he had six catches for 50 yards. Um, yeah. And, and then there was um, two million per catch. Yeah. And, and then there was um, <laughs> Alexander Madison. Yeah. Who um, he's a running back. Uh, I, I can't do this anymore. Um, <laughs> uh, okay. I, I, I can't. I, I, I can't do this. Um, Alexander Madison. Let's talk about Alexander Madison. <laughs> That's where you draw the line. Let, let's talk about this entire game shall we because i mentioned a lot of positive things right the offensive line i I mean basically that's the positive thing out of this game but everything else i don't know how you could sit there and watch it watch that and believe this is a team that's about to take off and especially in the backfield alexander madison got 22 touches yesterday (laughs) and he turned them into like 74 yards Because we're still pretending he's an RB1, right? We're still sitting there being like, oh, yeah, Alexander Masson, how many fantasy points are you going to score this year, man? You're, you're taking over for Dalvin Cook. The guy can't run. Like, it, like, he can do a little bit, right? But, I mean, he has absolutely no burst. He can't block. He can't catch the ball. He's got, you know, hands like Rudy Gobert. I want to see a 3D photo, actually, with Troy Williamson, Alexander Madison, and TJ Hawkinson. Make it happen, Twitter. Like, <laughs> this team sucks. <laughs> okay. This is, this is like, like when, uh, this is like when Seth Rollins and, uh, and what, what, uh, what's Riddle? And Riddle were in the, the, the split screen, and after the interview, like Ron snapped and was like, "Yeah, you don't, you can't go home because you're you're a talk bitch about ass. my family. Let's yeah. talk about your family. <laughs> Super serious. Oh, that's right, you don't have one. Chris just <laughs> went from Chris freaking Chad to serious Chris Chad over here. Um, well, you want to know a funny stat? Hmm. Uh, Alexander Madison has more rushing attempts this season than Bijan Robinson. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's a real. I, I, oh my god, I, um, I can't take it. I, I can't take it. (laughs) I can't take it in the backfield. Like Matthew Collar, as he's like, is he Marshall Falk or something? And we just don't know about it. Like, why? Like, this is like the for baseball fans out there. I will explain this. The Twins signed Joey Gallo last offseason, and they wanted him like he's like big power guy. The only problem is he makes it contact as much as a little leaguer. So he goes up there and he strikes out in three pitches, making $13 million a year, and they still just 
forced him into the lineup, like up until the bloody end, we're like, you have a bruise on your foot. No, I don't. I'm healthy. Oh, yes, you do, because we don't want to do this anymore. Like, this is what Alexander Madison is. Like, they, they, they've just been hell-bent on this thing. And I know that Dalvin Cook sucks. I mean, the, even the Jets are trying to get rid of him at this point, right? They're like, yeah, this Breeze Hall guy, like, he's pretty good. And, like, Robert Sala actually said, I don't understand why he wants to sign here. So, I, like... Did the Vikings the, the, sign the him? Different, huh? Did the Vikings sign him if he gets released? Dalvin Cook? I think they have to have that conversation. I, I mean, honestly, even like I, I'd probably go to him and be like, hey, man, you just got cut. We'll we're, we're desperate, man. Like we'll, we'll give you two million the rest of the season. Yeah. And like because here's the thing. When Dalvin Cook gets a lane, it's a 60 yard touchdown. Yeah. When Alexander Madison gets a lane, it's a five yard gain <laughs> or something. He is like Leroy Horde. Like if you remember him, we're just like good. you need three. Yeah, he's not that good. You're absolutely right. Leroy <laughs> Horde could actually pass protect. That's disrespectful to Leroy Horde. I, I'm sorry. I, I uh, will not besmirch the name of Leroy Horde again. <laughs> but I mean, and like again, this whole offseason, yeah. it was just like, why? Because Dalvin Cook was making $14 million. So if you brought Dalvin Cook back, were all the GMs going to laugh at Quasi and be like, there's the idiot that paid a running back. Look at him. He's so dumb. And then, you know, you have teams like the Falcons who draft a running back in the top 10 and don't use him. Uh, not just a running back, like a legitimate offensive weapon that, you could probably play at wide receiver. Do they use to. any of the players they drafted? Because they drafted what Kyle Pitts, Bijan Robinson, Drake, Drake London. London. Yeah. Do they use any of those guys? No, not really. <laughs> Johnu Smith, though, let's throw it to <laughs> him. That's a great idea. Like, I don't know, man. Like this when when Jordan Hicks returned the interception last without interception fumble, yeah. was that fumble. a fumble? Yeah. When he returned the fumble yesterday, I actually texted my friend and I just said, This sucks. <laughs> Like it does, because like I I know like people kind of complain about like what you want style points with your wins or whatever, but I mean I I would like to see my team look functional against a team that is an NFL team. Like I've been joking, but also is is not an NFL team if no, that makes not. sense. No, they, they, like it's just like terrible. And I know I see it. I see it coming because I see the avenue. I can see that on the schedule, you have the 49ers who lost Christian McCaffrey and Debo Samuel yesterday. And we'll go we'll go through it in and just Trent a Williams. second. Yeah. And, and Trent, uh, Trent Williams got hurt, too. Yeah. He, had a, he was in a walking boot yesterday when he left. I saw he nearly threw his helmet in like roid rage. But oh, yeah, that was, a, that was before the game. Then he got he hurt his ankle. He came out, went back in. But then he, he left with a walking boot. I think he's day to day, they said. So, so, uh, he's not gonna be hundred percent offensive genius. Kyle Shanahan has once again, run everybody into to the Good ground. Thing you draft that kicker. So you'd have more depth. Huh? Yeah. Well, the kicker is probably going to pull a hamstring soon. <laughs> so then they'll need, they'll need another one. Uh, um, man. let's move on. I'll, I'll get you more involved into this. I, there's part of me in the back of my mind. Like you're just ranting and screaming oh, and Adam's probably just sitting go there going go. like, yes, go ahead. All, all I want to say was I will give the Vikings a little slack yesterday because for whatever reason, whenever they go to Chicago, they just don't play well. Like they they don't play well on offense. Their defense is usually okay, but for whatever reason, in that stadium, whether it's the the, the surface or just the atmosphere, like I looked it up the other day. I think since Kirk Cousins um, got there, they've averaged about eighteen points a game uh, every time they've been there, and they scored nineteen yesterday. So they were they were right about average to what happens when they go. To Chicago. It's just a weird place and it's a divisional game and they're usually closer. I feel like I'm making up excuses for them right now, but um, yeah, it, it wasn't a good performance, but once again, you know, they got like if this if this happened 
like week 12 and they were, I don't know. They were five and four heading in the game. This made them, that doesn't even make sense. Um, they were five and five heading in the game and they, this made them six and five. Would we, would be, we be so angry about their performance or furious or, or uninspired, I guess, or it would just be like, they ground, they grinded it out. They got a win. They're still in the playoff. I'm like, I think would, would that have made a difference? I think so. But I mean, at, I mean, at that point, you're not sitting there and you're not like, Hey, we get a shot at Caleb Williams or Drake right. may right. like, let's lose this game. I think that I think you're on to something there where if you're in the hunts, go, go get the playoff spot at that point. Like, yeah. I'm not going to hope for this team to tank at like seven and six because it's like, all right, you're close enough. Go, go get it. Cause if you don't get it, you're going to be seven and 10. And they do still have the number seven pick right now. So that's, you know, it's not terrible. They could trade up. And that's striking distance. Right. Granted, we don't know what Arizona is going to do. I mean, do they want to keep Kyler Murray? Do they, you know, want to draft Drake may or if you're the Broncos, you got (laughs) You gotta draft somebody, right? Oh, you got you gotta smash that draft button like as soon as and the Giants on the board. Yes, what about the Giants? Oh. <laughs> Ed Donatel ain't coming to save that team, he is man. Public enemy number one for the Giants. That uh, every, every Viking fan knew that was a mistake too. They're like, it's Ed Donatel, it's not yeah. Daniel Jones. We tried to, we tried Everybody in New York's like, Danny Dobbs, yeah, he's like Vanilla Vic, baby, yeah. Because, and like, because how much better? I don't know if you watched any of the game last night, but how much better did the Giants look with Tyrod Taylor as their quarterback? Because he's semi-competent. Right. He can run an offense. That's all they need. And the if, Daniel they, if they could only like, get their time management down at the end of a half, they'd be oh, in business. Yeah, but was, um that was bit, but, like yeah. even Brian, maybe that's like the thing. Like all the coaches that were like heartthrobs last year are just like, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, 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 screen to Madison. Screen well, yeah, uh, uh, Kevin O'Connell. Uh, Brian Dable, Doug Pete. Wait, Doug Peterson. Uh, there's Jaguars still doing pretty good. Jaguars are fine, but they're in the South. They could they could lose like ten games and win the division. Um, so yeah, um, it's uh, it's fun. Year two, the uh, sophomore slump for sure. So uh, I think I'll tell you this. I think that yesterday's game was a trap for Vikings fans, and that's why that's why I come on with this overly psychotic, optimistic stick. Somebody actually called me Eeyore today too, and I was I just kind of like, yeah. "Yeah, wild yeah. fan," because I'm like, when your general manager doesn't like plan for injuries, yeah, what do they have? No money, so much. Yeah, so they have uh, forty thousand dollars <laughs> in cap space. What? Can actually, I, buy- I can lo- I can look up the exact number. Can you uh, buy a hockey stick a with later. that? Uh, no, not, not exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, they bought out Zach Parisi and Ryan Suter a couple years ago. And now like the penalties are up to like, I think $14 million roughly. Maybe it's a oh, little wow. bit less. So it's like that. It's like that cap. Yeah. And, uh, I think the NHL salary cap is like 82 million or something like that. That's higher so than I thought it was actually. That, that's very high, which makes signing your mediocre veterans even dumber. But, um, yeah, well, they did it. So, uh, Jared Spurgeon is out with an upper body body injury. He's a defenseman. And now Matt Boldy is out with an upper body injury. So the wild cannot call anybody up from their minor league system to replace them because they would be over the salary cap. So they <laughs> might have to play down a forward if somebody else gets banged up, uh, while Matt Boldy is out. So they have such, but they have enough much. grit to play through injury. So they have such a f- low amount of money that they can't even call someone up from the minor league. Right. That's... And our friend Marissa Voss actually was on the show discussing it. And she's like, <laughs> yeah, they have less salary cap uh, space than I make in a year. So 
I'm actually you, looking at it right you now. You need to start. You need to start this a GoFundMe for the Wild. Apparent. Well, we need to start a GoFundMe for the NHL so they can make enough money to raise the cap a little oh, bit 82, more. Eighty-two. Current. That's higher than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, current cap space. They have fifty-two thousand dollars, <laughs> uh, according to Cap Friendly right now. So good sign. That's fun. Um, <laughs> yes, the Vikings though. Uh, so the 49ers lost to the Browns. We were just talking about those injuries right now. The Vikings schedule actually manageable from here on out. Uh, yeah. you have the 49ers tough, but Brock Purdy looked like someone ripped out his circuit board late in that game. Ah, 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 ah. Um, I want to say the Niners haven't won in Minnesota since like 1990, something about something around there. So it's been a while. Yeah. It's going to be awkward when they cut over to Kyle Shanahan during uh, the game. And he's just sitting there like this towards Kirk. Just like, <laughs> I miss you. I mean, hey. hey, coach, what's the play call? Huh? Huh? Oh, uh, uh, Kirk Cousins, eight left. What? <laughs> he was born in uh, Minneapolis, Kyle Shanahan. Good for him. Yeah. Sad this state produced. I don't know why. He, I, I feel like the Broncos must have been playing like, or the Niners or Broncos must have been playing the Vikings when he was born, I guess. Because mm. I don't know why else he would be in Minnesota. Because his dad never coached for the Vikings. I don't believe no. so. He no. was with the Niners, Raiders, mm-hmm. and Bronx. And then yeah. the Washington team. And the rest was history. Um, <laughs> so after the Niners, they go to the Packers. And Jordan Love doesn't look like a Hall of Famer, so we don't have to worry about that. Yeah, but what about uh, that kid who has a higher ceiling than Justin Jefferson? What's his oh, name? Oh, uh, Christian Watson. Yeah. The, How's he doing? He's got a hamstring. He's master of hamstring injuries, too. So they have that. I'm running so fast. Yeah. yeah. Maybe, maybe that's it. <laughs> Uh, Falcons, we already talked about this. Arthur Smith has B. John Robinson, and he doesn't know he that exists. Team, that team has like so much talent, I feel like, and and they just don't know what and to people do. People love Arthur Smith too. It's weird. Like I Pat, know. I mean, Pat McAfee loves everyone. Like he could have because he has a mustache. He's like, oh, he has great, great mustache, and he and he's got a dry sense of humor. Where he's right. like, who's the guy behind you? Oh, it's my brother. Ah, that's <laughs> funny. Um, so then they come home. They get the Saints. They could get Justin Jefferson back for that game. Uh, they go to Denver. I almost booked a trip to that game, by the way. I was Same. thinking, of, yeah, when I when I uh, went to Seattle, I'm like, traveling by myself is kind of fun. I think I'll go to the Denver for the Vikings game. And then, like, the first three games happen. I'm like, I'm going to go to the Royal Rumble instead and uh, watch LA Knight win it. Yeah. yeah that um, game that game's supposed to be on uh, Sunday night. I, uh, I don't think. It- no, I don't think so either. You know what? I think. And they have a Monday night flex rule for uh, Bears and Vikings. Yeah, Bears, Vikings, too. So uh, that will probably get that's probably going to be a Sunday game. Um, So, I mean, they could win that one and then they go to Las Vegas. They can win that game. I mean, Vegas is an end stuff is like the Oakland Coliseum. They're three and three. They are. They are not as intimidating, though. Like Oakland Coliseum, they had like barbed wire surrounding their stadium yeah, sure. and like they had like for good reason they had like armrests like broken off i swear somebody probably used it as a shank in the black hole well, or something the barbed wire was was worthy armrest oh uh, gotcha yes but yeah they have well they have Devonte adams who's known to uh just destroy the vikings in his career um but garoppolo just got hurt so i don't know they're gonna light every light the place on fire with uh brian hoyer from from now on i don't know like here's the thing the vikings have an outside shot of like winning all these games like you could see it happening. And on the flip, like even if they, so like if they are nine and four or eight and five by the time they go to Cincinnati, we know it's not good. I mean, they wouldn't have, they would have beaten the Niners without their key players. Yeah. 
outside of that, they would have, you know, if there was college football, they'd have no quality wins, right? And some people are like, oh, it doesn't matter. It's the NFL. It does matter because you have to face a quality team at the end in order to get to the Super Bowl, which should be which should be your goal. It shouldn't be winning the division. It shouldn't be winning anything. And even in this case, the Vikings would have to go to Cincinnati on December 17th. Then they play the Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Lions, two out of the final three games who look absolutely awesome yeah. right now. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I doubted them, and I shouldn't have. Um, I shouldn't never. I should never doubt Dan Campbell. Um, so I'm sorry for that. I wanted him to come hunt me down and offer me to drink 12 Red Bulls with him or anything like that. <laughs> Um, I don't think Dan Campbell would be a guy who would fight you over that. He's like, let's go talk about this. And like, you know, next thing you know, you just have 14 Red Bulls. (laughs) Is your heart going to explode? Oh, don't worry about it. (laughs) You know, my friend, my friend Renee actually had a theory that we had on the old Homer Horn podcast that Dan Campbell got his job because he chugged an entire tower of beer. Uh, and oh, as yeah. like a bet, so like for sure, I bet you can't do that. He's like, you're on. Yeah, and like, oh no, we have to hire this. And guy. he probably wasn't even. He probably didn't feel it. He didn't probably didn't get a buzz. <laughs> He's like, can we get another one? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, the Lions are really good right now. Right now, I will say it is October. It is six games in the season. A lot can happen between now and then, and we know the Lions do not have good luck when it comes to playing the sport of football. So. Although I'm I'm giving them credit now, there is a lot of football to be played. Injuries can happen. Like, oh man, I was gonna say, what if Jared Goff gets hurt? Then, but then Teddy Teddy Bridgewater comes in, and then, then they're fine. He's um, gonna pull a Shaw Michaels. I'm sorry, I yeah, love you. Yeah. Um. But yeah, but I, what I was gonna say when you're going over the schedule was, and when you were like, the Vikings can they can get back in this? Who cares? Like, yes. I am really at that point. Who cares? I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to do. This never-ending cycle of let's get back into it, so we can sneak into the playoffs and lose in the first round, or maybe maybe pull off an upset in the first round and then get killed in the second round. Like I don't want to do this anymore. I want either drastic changes to happen, and the Vikings, you know, if they have to be bad to get better, fine. But I'm just tired. It's like we talked about this. This is Groundhog Day all over again. <laughs> like, we've we've seen the we see the story every year whether they start well and lose a couple games in a row or they start poorly and win a couple games in a row. It's the same thing every year. I don't I don't want to do it anymore. I'm gonna, still going to root for the team, but like it is extremely hard this season to be like enthusiastic or get excited. About, <coughs> I'm getting choked up. Yeah, get excited about a Vikings game. Like at this point. Am I still going to be excited? Like, come Monday or whatever, am I still going to be like, yes, let's let's watch them beat the 49ers? Yes, I'm still going to be like that. But like, and then they win, and and then they're still three and four. Like, I'm just I'm tired of it. There are a couple of things wrong with the whole they can get back into it stake. And and the first is you know if they do get into it, how far are they going to go? Like, yeah. do you want to get blasted in the first round again, and it's going to cost you three first round picks to go get a quarterback? Yeah. yeah, like. I don't know. Like if this team, like if they went out and they just whooped the bears, 
Like they like the Bears wanted them to several times. They're like, they dude, please, <laughs> please, please. They had one first down in the second half. Like <laughs> Kirk Cousins literally, he threw the ball backwards for like it was just like ah, and like right. it just went out about like and that should have been recovered by the Bears. But I mean, yeah. it just like yeah, they got away with one there. The excuses for Kirk Cousins are dwindling. Because, yeah, he was without Justin Jefferson yesterday. Okay. He has called this team the most talented, like, offensive weapons he's ever had. So, you know, they, they've they gotten upgrades at receiver and tight end. And they thought they had one at running back with Cam Akers. But now they won't use them because offensive know, line. They just, they, yeah, often the greatest offensive line Kirk Cousins has played with in his tenure here. And we're still doing this. We're still not able to blow out opponents. We're still not able to, you know, score points in the fourth quarter when they need them. And I know, I know he had eight fourth quarter comebacks. Most of those occurred in the first half of last season. Like it it just, you know, I mean, you can frame your Indianapolis Colts or whatever. I'm tired of this. I am tired of fighting online with Kirk stands. Not that I do a lot. (laughs) I think they're getting tired of it. Yeah. I I mean, it's just like, how much longer do you want to do this? This is, it's not even fun to follow this team. And, you know, I get a little nervous with what happened with the scouting trips with Caleb Williams throwing three picks with uh, Drake may looking okay. But I mean, Tez Walker was the reason North Carolina won that game. You know, (laughs) I'm tired of Kurt going up and during press conferences and like dodging how bad he played with like Garrett Bradbury really wanted to play Creed. You want to know something about Creed? Alter Bridge is better. And on this day, I see clearly (laughs) that Kurt Cousins is not the answer to the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Like, I think the, the Kirk stands or whatever, Crusaders, whatever you want to call them. I think they're just they're getting tired of it, too. Like you don't see as much. There's like only a few left, like who are every day constantly like trying to like stick up for him. And and like even the people that rooted for him for a long time are just like, we got to move on. Like they're they're like, we we like you, Kirk. We love you. We, you're, you're just a silly guy or whatever. But it's just it's it's not working out. It's 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 the uh, it's it's the it's not it's not it's not you. It's me. Uh, excuse, you know, when he's not part of the problem, but he's not part of the solution. Exactly. He doesn't lose you games most of the time, but he doesn't win you games. Like all the people who over the last few years with Justin Jefferson on the team have been like, there have been a few who have been like, oh, Justin Jefferson wouldn't have those numbers if Kirk Cousins wasn't his quarterback. Uh, what, what, what numbers did Kirk Cousins have yesterday without Justin Jefferson? Because I believe he threw for under 200 yards. Um, so who, who helps you here? And, before that, he had Stefan Diggs and Adam Thielen, who are what right now tied for second uh, in the league in catches right now yeah. together. Yeah. Um, so he's had some talent to throw to. And then yesterday, you know, he, you know, Jordan Addison's talented. TJ Hawkinson should be playing better. KJ Osborne, eh, he's not, uh, he's apparently he's in trade rumors, which is hilarious to me. Um, but we'll give you a six round pick conditional in 2026. Um, but yeah, like it's, it's, it's coming to the end. And the, the reports of, I think it was recently, what was it? Jay, Gla- Jay Glazer, who was like, I think they want him back, um, which is nothing that anyone has been hearing. But he also said that, that he heard that in training camp, which is what it seems like five months ago. Now. Um, and that makes sense when you think about it. Yeah. When everyone's quick. happy and excited, yeah. you don't have four losses on your record. Uh, uh, you know, I have to feel like Kevin O'Connell is getting frustrated with maybe some of the things Kirk is doing this year. Um, or not doing. Um, and, you know, there's only so much he can do because at this point, you know, a lot of people are pointing to Kevin O'Connell and play calling and things not working. You know, 
Kirk deserves some of that blame too for things not working as well. He's he he's not looking downfield as much this year. He's you know he's looking for CJ Ham and and Alexander Madison way more than he probably should. Um, which is hilarious because we've we keep talking about this is the best offensive line he's ever played with. He should be just standing back there, having tons of time, just go through all of his progressions, not be, you know, a deer in the headlights and just find the right guy or or wait for someone to get open. But he's he he can't because it's it's not in his system. He's not used to having that good of protection in front of him. So he's just used to just, okay, three step drop, get the ball out, get the ball out, get the ball out. Um he and he doesn't move out of the pocket, so he doesn't create more, you know, time for himself to to look downfield if he has to. Um, so yeah, uh, I keep hearing like, you know, maybe the Vikings will bring him back and draft a court. No, I don't even, I don't even want if they get a raw quarterback in the draft. I don't want him to come back. Plus, he's not going to be cheap. He's not waiving his no trade clause, so he's not looking to do the Vikings any favors. And the reason he's that, I mean, so a lot of people have said, well, he's got two kids there. And he wants them to finish. Everybody has kids in the NFL. (laughs) The reason he's not going to waive his no trade clause is because he he will lose all value in the offseason. Because a training for a quarterback usually does not work. Actually, it's it's never worked midseason. Like the Vikings got a lot out of Sam Bradford. They still went. What was it? Eight and eight that year because the offensive line was trash. Like that. That was that was a failure. You know, he did good. They were five and zero. Yeah. Yeah, I think the Packers also had a trade in like the 70s where they trade for a quarterback in the middle of the season. Yeah, I mean, you have did. to learn systems. And, he did. Play. I mean, we we saw during uh, Carson Palmer quarterback when he's like memorizing the plays, like he had all that trouble memorizing plays until Nick Mullins is like, well, why don't you try recording him? Like, well, that that would why, be a two or three week process just to break him I, in. I think I said on either last episode or a couple episodes ago, like I could only see him getting traded if a team like the Niners or the Dolphins lose lose their quarterback for like the rest of the season because he's familiar with those systems. He's familiar with those coaches and he, you know, I think though, and I think Peter King actually mentioned it in his, his column that he came out with today that you know, if Tua got hurt, he could see uh, Kirk Cousins possibly waiting, waving his no trade clause to go to Miami to help them win. Oh man. Can you imagine Kirk Cousins and Tyreek Hill on the same team? Oh my God. Yeah. Uh, check it down to Alec Ingle. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> Tell me when I'm telling lies. <laughs> but then the funniest part of the Peter King thing was um, if Brock Purdy gets hurt, I think they'll just stick with Sam Darnold as their quarterback. <laughs> of course he would. Of course he would. Of course he would. Because, you know, he's got a he's got a galaxy brain, everybody, and be like, oh, I got something for you, Sam Darnold. He's a secret weapon. Um, but, yeah, I uh, Kirk Cousins, I just don't think he's coming back. He's not going to sign a team-friendly deal. And if he's not going to do that, then move on. But you know what? If he, if he, even if he wants to sign a uh, sign a team friendly deal. Say no. Say no. Thank you. Move on. Just like what the Raiders just did with, with their car or whatever. Not that he wanted to go back. Um, but just say thanks, but no thanks, Kirk. We're gonna we're taking a different direction, and you're not part of it. Okay. Good luck in the future. You'll come back. Maybe we'll pretend like you're gonna go in the Ring of Honor, and we'll have that like Kyle Rudolph ceremony that he got for no reason. Um, and then you know we'll talk. We'll talk later. So yeah, just just get out of here. Get him out of here. Um, <laughs> so we got at least, what is it? 17 minus 6, 11 games of the Kirk Cousins era to go. Uh, we might have a shorter wait for some other Vikings right now because the Athletics' Diana Rossini said on Saturday the Vikings are strongly considering being sellers at the deadline. I would hope yesterday's game did not no. uh, sway that. It helps to Neil Hunter. 
Yes, it helps the Neil Hunter a lot. Neil Hunter uh, helps the Neil Hunter a lot because he now has eight sacks on the year. He's a very logical trade chip, of course. Let's throw a curveball at you. How much do you think the Vikings could get for Daniel Hunter right now? Um, I did listen to the Purple Daily before this, and I think Judd threw out like a kind uh, a second, but it's a conditional first. Like if he gets so many sacks or whatever, or his team wins a playoff game or whatever, then it turns into a first. I don't know if they can get that. Um, I think it would depend on like the team. I'm trying to think, like if it was the Browns and Miles Garrett uh, went out, I think they might be willing to give up. A, a pick like that because of how important Miles Garrett is to their defense. They do have the Darius Smith. Oh, um, that defense, though, by the way, they're very good uh, over there in Cleveland. PJ Walker, way throw two interceptions yesterday and it didn't matter at all. Um, yeah, uh, I would say at best a, a second round pick. Um, I don't know if I agree with the conditional thing. I think I, I he's too, he doesn't have, he doesn't have, if he had more years on his contract, like if he had like two or three years left on his, his deal, I think. Then yeah, but he there's no guarantee that he stays with whatever, whatever team trades for him. So why would a team give up a first round pick for a guy who's going to leave in you know two or three months? That's that's not a smart thing to do. I'm trying to think of teams that could trade for him. Um, so I said the Browns <clears throat> and just any any really contending team that you know either thinks they need a pass rusher or loses a pass rusher. I I, I think I've been seeing that the Raiders want to trade for a pass rusher because they lost Chandler Jones um, to I don't, I don't even know. Um, so they're looking for someone to, to team up with, with Max Crosby. Um, but yeah, uh, Daniel Hunter, that's that's your top chip I, you're, that you need to you need to see what you can get for him. And you and if you're Quasi, like it's going to be difficult to maybe move on from him. But if there was ever a defense that can still generate pressure without Daniel Hunter on their roster, it would be a Brian Flores defense because of the way that he blitzes so much. So um, I think that they have to seriously consider moving on from Daniel Hunter if they get a legitimate offer for him. And I don't think he's coming back. Like no. I, I just don't think he's not like a guy that's like he can get more Anthony money Barr or Eric Kendrick. Right. Well, and that's part of it. I mean, the whole thing since he signed that bad contract, it was like he kept knocking on the door being like, can I get like 20 more bucks? Can I like, he's like <laughs> that friend in college who just kept taking your money and never paying you back. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, this is an interesting parallel, but everybody talks about Bradley Chubb. Yeah. Chubb was traded from the uh, Broncos to the Dolphins in a package that included a 2023 first round pick. Denver also sent a 2024 fourth round pick running back Chase Edmonds and or for Chubb and a 2025 fifth rounder. So this article is really weird <laughs> written, but um, you know, they go get, him, go get a first round pick because you have to, holes everywhere. They signed him to yeah, the they signed him like right after they asked right? extension too. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, I, I think Jacksonville would probably be like, all right, I, you want your yeah. first, whatever. I keep hearing that, but they have a bunch of picks tied up into like the Calvin Ridley situation where they like they can't send any. I think the the best they can send right now until that gets sorted out is a third round pick. So I mean, if that's the best you can get, then then fine, then take that. I wouldn't I wouldn't take anything lower than a third. But if if you're being offered a third for Daniel Hunter, yeah, I would I would take that. You you don't have anywhere close to a complete roster right now. You you really need to go the Rick Spielman route and try and just rack up probably as many draft picks as you can. Um, to just just build depth, get young guys in there, get them experience, whether they're going to play next year or not. Um, just get them in there. Um, and just just get as many you know new faces, guys that you want on your that that'll follow your philosophies or whatever. 
um, get them in there because they just they have a lot of holes and they need cap space and they need draft picks to fill those. Um, so if they can get something of value instead of nothing, like you said, because you think Daniel Hunter is going to walk, is if you can get something of value, a third round pick, which you can find it, you can find it at Drescher in the third round, no big deal. Um, then they have to do that. They have. And that's the other part. It's just kind of like, you know, with Daniel, if the Vikings were in a championship window and he was doing this, I'd I'd be like, sign him up. Let's go. Let's go win the Super Bowl with Daniel Hunter. Quasi talked a lot about, you know, timelines and Mm -hmm. time horizons, right? I don't think Daniel Hunter fits into the Vikings time horizon, not after the first six games. And I know he's been playing out of his mind. He's been playing great. And I think that's going to be a guy a lot of Viking fans are going to be sad to see go. But I think you absolutely have to, if somebody gives you a legitimate offer, like, I don't know, if it's like a seventh round pick, I, just try and resign no. him, I guess, yeah, or something. Yeah, I, not, I, not that. You know, it's got to be better than a comp pick, right? Because right. what's the comp formula? Like a third top? Probably. He's so, going to get third or fourth, fourth at the very least, I feel like. Yeah. I, I think you got to do it. Is there anybody else that you're looking at the deadline uh, to move or whatever? I don't think you said Harrison got... Smith. He's turned out. Yeah. Who's <laughs> who's trading for him? I'm sorry. Uh, unless like Smith goes to them and be like, get me out. of Yeah. Here. And I don't yeah, think he is. I, I think he's having fun in this defense. Um, yeah. And he likes Minnesota and he took a pay cut to stay here. So I think if, if mm-hmm. I think the, you don't say, yeah, <laughs> somebody else. Did. Hey, but the other person's, they're getting lots of opportunities. Um, lots of opportunities. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, Harrison Smith. Now, if someone came along and was like, we'll give you a second for Harrison Smith, you pack Harrison Smith's bags for him, and you say, get out of here, because we need that second round pick. But they're not getting that. And then same thing with KJ Osborne. I like. I thought that was hilarious that they're, yeah, we're getting, we're getting offers, uh, getting calls about KJ. Who's calling you about KJ Osborne? Like, yeah. The Chiefs? I mean, that's another guy that could probably get you a third round comp. Are pick. the Chiefs calling you about KJ Osborne? Because they need someone to catch the ball who's, who's not, yeah. you know, dating Taylor Swift. Um, dating. Hey, they were holding, okay. they were hold, holding hands. That's the latest report. They were holding That's hands. Report. Okay. That's the latest report. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Uh. Anyone else? Ezra Cleveland, but he just got hurt. I've yeah. been hearing that kind of thrown out there that he. Who's training for a guard? Like, I, didn't the Browns just lose? I mean, unless, didn't the Browns just lose one or two guards? I feel like if if you if you're a contending team and you lose a guard, yeah, that's and. Ezra Cleveland's playing very well this year, according to his PFF metrics. Um, but he just got hurt, and I don't know what the severity is of that yet. Um, so it's something to keep an eye on. But he's in there, and then do you trade Cam Bynum? Like, that's a random one because he's, I think he's like the seventh graded safety this year on PFF right now. Maybe Jordan another Hicks. reason why Lewis Seen isn't playing. Everyone keeps, why isn't Lewis Seen out there? Are you gonna, who are you going to bench? Who are you going to bench? Because, like, right. I, I know Cam Bynum's not an all pro or whatever, but he's playing pretty well. Um, yeah, Lewis Seen. He needs a whole podcast. Lewis Seen. <laughs> uh, that whole 2022 draft. Listen, needs man, an entire I'm telling podcast. you, he got the job. No one ever meant he got the job. And three, two or three months later, he has to do a draft with Rick Spielman's old scouting staff. He doesn't really get a whole. He gets has to like use their their old notebooks and stuff and go off of that. But like, I don't know. It was like you you had to go take a test for your friend. Yeah. And he's like, hey, I got to get like something on it. Just go do something. And it's like a F. And he didn't. He, was, he probably wasn't able to collaborate with Kevin O'Connell as much as he was last year because O'Connell was he was getting hired. He was trying to figure out who to add to his staff, trying to figure out how to be a head coach, what he has to do, where he's going to live, all that stuff. And this year you see they drafted Jordan Addison. They drafted Makai Blackman, who's playing a good amount of snaps on defense this year. Uh, who else? Jaron Hall, who's what the he's the backup right now. 
backup quarterback. Uh, Dwayne McBride, we don't need to talk about him. Uh, Jaquel and Roy, I think he's getting some some snaps out there as well. Who's uh, uh he was inactive yesterday, but he's played. Yeah, but he's played this year, and he's played yes. more than probably was seen. Um, and Jay Ward, who's special teams right now. Um, am I forgetting somebody who was third round? Did they have a third round pick? They went Addison Blackman. No, is that it? Blackman was their third round pick. They didn't. Oh yeah, because of Hawkins. Because of you're right, uh, you're right, you're right, you're right. So yes. So I would say that, that his draft, his draft, his second year draft is much better than his first year draft. And then you know we'll see what happens in year three, and then take it from there. So in closing, with all of these rumors going on, what do we got going on at the Viking Age right now? Uh, we're sticking. You know, I think we're going to probably do another mock draft because the Vikings are still two and four, and they still have a top 10 pick if the season ended today. Um, I think I did recently, I did uh, some, some dark horse candidates to be the Vikings quarterback next year. You know, if they want to, if they fall out of, if they're too far back in the, in the draft and they don't want to, they are unable to trade up, you know, some, some cheap veterans, you know, like a, a Baker Mayfield or, or uh, who's the Huntley from uh, the Ravens, just someone in there who can former pro bowler. <laughs> yes. Yes. he, him and his two two touchdown passes, former former. Um, but yeah, some of that stuff. And then I think this week, what do we got? The Niners coming up. We still have an extra day to do some stuff. We'll we'll look at you know all the rumors and stuff. I think I'm going to look at some some possible other teams that want to trade for Daniel Hunter that aren't you know the Jaguars or whatever. Um, and maybe some some other teams that could trade for Harrison Smith. Maybe. Um, but yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's 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 good over there. Check us out. Um, but it's a wild time to be a Viking. It it really is. It's um a lot of unknowns, I feel like. There's a more unknowns this year, I feel like, than maybe even last year when they had a brand new head coach. Um, just because we we really don't know what they want to do. We we know what the Wolves want everyone to do, and that's you know, oh get back in it. Just just get in the dance, just get in the dance. The 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 fucking Giants fans, the the 07 Super Bowl ruined it for the Vikings for the rest of their life. She's like, oh, look at, the, look at the Giants. They just got in and, and they, they beat the undefeated Patriots. Yeah, because Vikings are just <laughs> like Giants. Um, so, yeah. Um, but I'm just, you know, I would really like to see them trade somebody at the deadline. I really don't even care if they win their next two games and they're 500. They need assets and they don't have them right now to build the type of team that they want. So they need to make moves while they have the pieces to actually maybe get some stuff. Because if you wait till the offseason, they're going to either leave without nothing or no team's going to want to trade for them because they're going to get somebody in the draft or in free agency. So, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. And where can people follow you on X? Uh, straight cash on me. I'm also, I've also gotten a little more active on threads. So you can follow me over there on uh, Adam Patrick TVA. It seems to have more like engagement than Twitter recently, which is weird. Because I have, I think I have like 200 followers on threads and like 8,000 on Twitter, but it seems to get a similar amount of likes and uh, replies. Maybe, maybe my content's just bad. So that could be it too. But uh, yeah, I've been over on threads. Find me on there, Adam Patrick TVA over there, the Viking Age. Um, but other than that, yeah, just go check out everything. Obviously, check out this podcast on the YouTube page and Apple Podcasts, all that fun stuff. But uh, yeah, uh, two and four. Let's go. Let's get to three and four. So we can go to the 10th pick in the draft. And you can hear me sarcastically scream, no matter the medium, at the real Chris Shot Instagram, X, threads, whatever. If you type in the real Chris Shod, you will see Google, me Google uh, screaming. 
Google it. Uh, that is all the time we have for the Viking Age podcast today. We do this every Monday and Thursday right here on the Viking Age YouTube channel. But we're also on Apple and Spotify the very next day. So don't forget to rate, comment, share, and subscribe so you never miss a new episode. And we can spread the word to the masses. For Adam Patrick, I am Chris Shad. We'll talk to you next time on the Viking Age podcast. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.